0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Social Room Podcast. Happy Friday. And let's go on a little uh, history lesson really quick. So the Sherman Antitrust Act uh, was passed and approved in July 2nd, 1890. And that was a long time ago. But there are companies such as uh, J.D. Rockefeller Standard Oil or Carnegie Steel um, that were these companies that controlled a considerable amount or almost the entire market share of their specific industries, and therefore can control the price, they have the means of production, um, they can do some pretty anti-consumer business practices and you know, kind of make themselves the most money and have the most profits because there's no one to compete against them because they can buy out their competitors or strong arm their competitors because they're, they're nowhere near the size of someone like Standard Oil or Carnegie Steel. And so the US government made sure this act was passed Because competition, in its nature, is a healthy thing in business. So, that doesn't mean that there aren't some businesses today that have kind of monopolistic practices. About 20-something years ago, Microsoft was uh, taken to task by the Department of Justice for violating the Sherman Antitrust Act. Because they kind of packaged their goods, sold them, and uh, controlled a considerable amount of the market share for... um, operating systems and browsers at the time because mac os was not really off the ground entirely yet macintosh was not that big of a hit back in the day compared to windows systems at least and so um microsoft was taken to court and the department of justice actually won because like yes microsoft had a considerable amount of the market share they're kind of going through some anti-consumer business practices at the time and um they packaged their services in a way that kind of forced people to use Windows and Microsoft services at the time, because there really was no other alternative that was effective and had the infrastructure to support exactly what people wanted. Um, so that's a pretty modern example of kind of a tech company being taken uh, taken to court by the Sherman Antitrust Act or violating it, and the Department of Justice controls you know, taking those people to court. So, that takes us to today, where Google is in court testifying, because they have violated the Sherman Antitrust Act, allegedly. They've been investigated and sued by the Department of Justice, because, well, they kind of control a massive amount of market share. So, currently, right now, they're uh, in trouble for controlling search and uh, search advertising. So... Pretty much, they control such a giant market share for, um, for search engines. I think it's somewhere floating around the 90% mark, which makes sense. I really genuinely do not think that many people are using Bing or DuckDuckGo or uh, I, I, anything, Opera. The, <laughs> this, Google really is the only option, and the infrastructure is in place as well. To support the massive amount of users and search results that Google has, that makes it such a powerful service. Now, I've mentioned before in a previous podcast that it's hard to challenge uh, previously established and massive tech companies uh, with social media and, uh, you know, in this case, Google search, because these giant companies have had the time to build up their infrastructure to the amount of users that use their use their services. And so by that nature, competition is kind of stifled. But um, a big part of this case is that Google has kind of been transacting business under the table in order to kind of get Google to be the only search engine or native search engine to a lot of services. Um, The main cases are Apple that uh, kind of have Google as their native search engine for Safari or pretty much anything on uh, Apple iOS or macOS, which is true, and as well as Mozilla Firefox because Google is the native search engine for Firefox as well. And the Department of Justice is claiming that Google kind of did this illegally and under the table to make sure that Google was the only option for people to use and to not give them the chance to move over to um, something like Bing. And it also doesn't help the fact that Google controls also a considerable amount of the market share for browsers as well with Google Chrome. And obviously on Google Chrome, Google is going to be the native search engine. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but I also believe that on Chromium and most Chromium-based web browsers, um, Chromium is the open source version of Google Chrome that a lot of people use to build their uh, website or web browsers off of. Um, I believe that on Chromium, uh, Google is also the native search engine. I mean, obviously, besides like Microsoft Edge, who would use Bing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so they kind of have a considerable grip on the market for search engines and search engine advertising because... Uh, I mean, when you go and (laughs) advertise your business on Google search, you're most likely going to use Google because it's the most popular search engine. Um, I took a look at uh, Microsoft Advertising, uh, which is formerly like Bing ads, um, and they are so down bad that they market themselves as something you should use in tandem with Google search And Google search ads because you're reaching the 60 million people who don't use Google and that you shouldn't exclusively use Bing because you're missing out on all those people. But if you use it with Google search, you're hitting those last few people that are poor souls who have found themselves (laughs) using Microsoft Edge and Bing. I also looked a little bit deeper to see if there's any sort of offerings, and like I found this Business Insider article about Bing, and it, it totally seems paid off by Microsoft because, like, oh, the the search engine is much more responsive than Google. It's like, dude, nobody sees through that. Bing is not a very effective service compared to Google, and your advertising front on Bing, you literally have to give out coupons. Um, one of the main like main benefits to using Bing advertising that they advertise for themselves is the fact that you can use the service for free because of the coupons they give out. That's how how bad they're struggling in, <laughs> while competing against, uh, Google ads. Now, this isn't the only case that the Department of Justice has opened against Google. This is only involving their search engine and search engine advertising. Um, the, uh, Office of Public Affairs released uh, a press release on January 24th of this year. Uh, the Justice Department sued Google for monopolizing digital advertising technologies. So this is kind of a double jeopardy in conjunction with the fact that they're currently in court right now about their search engine. And this one is, um, this one is more focused on uh, video advertising and display ads. For those of you who may not be aware, um, video advertising kind of think of it as like a YouTube ad. And it doesn't have to be exclusively on YouTube either because um, Google has millions upon millions of partners that they work with in their display network and video network uh, who are third party websites that your ads will be put on um, whenever you click on a video. So like say um, any sort of news website, MSNBC, CNN, Fox. Uh, If there's an ad on there, it's most likely being served by Google because it's part of their network. And the same goes for display ads. Display ads are um, what you would see on the top or, like, the sides. They're banner ads. So, like, if you see a certain graphic whenever you're scrolling down on a, on a web page, that would be a display ad. Um, and Google also has that same sort of network that they have with the video advertising of all these millions of different web services and, and websites that your ad will appear on because it it doesn't make sense for your ads to just exclusively appear on Google services because Google really only has their search engine and YouTube. Um, They have to have all of these different partners and like having these people be partners, I'm sure they get some sort of kickback or commission off of ads being placed on their website as well. Um, But the thing is is that Google, out of all of these services, they control so much of the market share. Uh, If I scroll down there's a graph Uh, For Google Ads, the Advertiser Ad Network, which is um, all of those different uh, people who use advertising on Google, they control 80% of the market share, which is crazy. And for their display and video ads, which is something I just mentioned, they control about 40% of the market share. And keep in mind that um, all of these services, Google gets around 30% kickback off of that. So whatever revenue that these ads are getting or the amount of money that you put in Google is getting 30% of that, which is a very decent chunk of the money from these advertising campaigns. Um, now the issue with this is that while the infrastructure is in place to support all of these people using Google, um, it kind of stifles innovation or, um, diminishes competition or people trying to start up a new business in that space. Um, as well as inflating advertising costs. And I know that's something that's kind of been going on right now in, especially on, on YouTube where they're making changes to the advertising that is uh, kind of not user friendly. Um, for channels who are not a part of the partner program on YouTube, they don't have a thousand subscribers or a certain amount of views and they can't place their own ads on videos. Google will just do it for them and Google will take 100% of the revenue from these ads. Um, But for people who are involved with the partner program, you can no longer select where you want ads to be played. If you have specific portions of your video that were made to have an ad roll or a mid-roll ad, um, you can no longer do that. You can just choose if you want ads on the video or not. And a lot of people are finding that there are more ads being placed on YouTube, uh, longer, unskippable ads, more in a row. And you can't really do anything about it because like, While it completely diminishes the um, kind of the user benefit of just like, oh, yeah there's just some ads, whatever. Um, Now you have more ads that you're going to have to watch when you're watching a video. And uh, now the people who publish these videos don't get the choice of where they want their ads or not. And if they don't even want ads on their videos, ads are going to play anyway, and Google is going to take 100% of the revenue. And we can't do anything about that as creators because there really is nowhere else to go. You're not going to walk over to daily motion or Vimeo because like nobody actually uses those services uh, in comparison to YouTube at least. Uh, and that's kind of what we're seeing alongside uh, Twitch right now, where there's a ton of different <laughs> live streaming networks. And a lot of people don't like the revenue share off of Twitch from their ads and their donation systems. Um, but there is kick and rumble who are different kind of streaming services, uh, for live streamers. And they're so small and people just aren't going over to these different alternative platforms because like the structure is just not in place and there's no audience. And so Google kind of not only has the ability to strong arm other businesses and make sure it is the only option for advertising. Um, It kind of has that inherently because it is (laughs) the structures are in place to support all of these systems and all of these people that are using their services. It's just such a massive company. And so really the only the only uh, people who can take them to task is the Department of Justice or uh, or the EU or these large government agencies who um, who are supposed to be looking out for us. Uh, I know similarly to the way that Apple is kind of being bullied right now by the EU and being forced to put USB-C on their phones, which they should have been doing already. The only way they could do that is because the EU forced them to because of the anti-consumer laws. Um, so let's think about this. Let's say Google loses. What would this look like for us? Um... I think not that much could really change Um, for things like Firefox or Safari, where like Google was automatically set as the native browser or sorry, search engine for these browsers. um, I feel like now that they'll just like kind of require a prompt, like, do you want to use Google or Bing and like, I bet you that most people are going to select Google because it has more name recognition. So I feel like it's more or less just a formality to um, have these systems in place to have the choice if you want to have the choice as opposed to being robbed of the choice entirely. Um, However, if they impose more strict uh, guidelines and impose some restrictions on Google – we may find ourselves seeing more platforms kind of pop up that do the same thing as google um maybe these thousands or millions of websites that are uh, part of the uh display network um will kind of partner with bing or uh a new sort of marketing agency for display ads or video ads um I just don't really see that much changing. I know a lot of people online are like, Oh, this could be a huge deal for um, for digital advertising and for Google, and this could set a huge precedent. Like sure, it could. but like there really is nothing comparing to Google in regards to what they give. Their core competencies are crazy. And they really are the only people who who live up to you know the standard that we expect from Google. Bing has sucked. Bing will always suck. DuckDuckGo gave away your your data. Not saying Google doesn't do that, but like, it's the the services are just terrible. And um, like there really is on a quality standard no no competition and. While I feel like this is kind of just a formality for the government to kind of pretend it's going after these massive uh, tech businesses, I really don't really don't foresee that much changing because the systems are in place to support the people who use Google, and I really don't think new businesses are going to crop up, and I really don't think Bing is able to take the throne uh, or even get 50% competition against Google. They will always just be... Um, secondary if you're ever wanting to target the 60 million people who use bing who i don't i don't know man so he, yeah that's what's going on with with google and i just don't i don't see much changing google will probably pay quite a big settlement off of this if they lose um which they probably will if microsoft lost because like the tech landscape has changed dramatically since then and uh Google and Alphabet are much 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 larger than Microsoft even was at that time and <laughs> if like if you thought everyone was using Windows at that time like imagine how many more people are just using Google and the ratio of people using Google to something else as i mentioned earlier it's somewhere around 90% which is crazy and I mean, it's just because it's a, an effective service and like it's got recognition, and the infrastructures are in place for, for people to use it and millions of people to use it. And it just has so much data go in and out of it that its advertising and its targeting capabilities for businesses to use it are is, is second to none. So, um, yeah, I just don't see Google really being affected all that much. They may have to give away a little bit of territory, lose a little bit of their boundaries on their market share, but like other than that, um, what's Bing going to do? What's what's DuckDuckGo going to do? What's Opera going to do? Kind of nothing, because Google has staying power, and that's kind of just the nature of what it is. Um, However, that's just their search advertising. Their display and video advertising case that will come up eventually in court, Um, I could see a little bit of ground being given on that. Um, if Microsoft advertising has a better display program, then maybe that might be something to look into. Or obviously Facebook has sort of a similar way for display ads. Um, they advertise more or less on apps, but you know, it's, it's something like that where, where meta could kind of take charge. But the issue is, is that like all of these advertising services and social media services are, are in an oligopoly. And right whenever we take the power away from something, something else is just going to take it and maintain more control. And there really is no way to share the load and the power that Google has because it's just such a large company. Um, I hate to be kind of you know, down here, but like we've kind of gotten ourselves into this. And like there's, I don't really see a way out google's here to stay and i don't think the government can take that much power away from google um aside from just imposing some um some restrictions that kind of make it look like the doj is doing something here uh other than that that's about it for today i appreciate you all for watching thank you for tuning in and i will see you all next week uh thank you very much